0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara, And you're going to want to blame your problems on everything that's happening right now. In case you missed the memo, it is officially Taurus season, and Taurus season is a little gross this year in full transparency. If you have no idea why, want to know why, and want to know what the full mess looks like before the mess continues to unfold, then stop what you're doing right now and listen to last week's episode because it really set the stage perfectly for what you should expect, what mindset you should have when it comes to looking at the astrology of the end of April, early May. But regardless, Taurus season's still kind of exciting. Kara, how do you feel?
1: Well, I'm excited. If you are listening to this the day it comes out, AKA on Monday, it's my birthday. So I wish I was celebrating, but I definitely have class. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a, it's just like every other Monday, I guess But yeah, I'm really excited for tourist season But also, as I said in last week's episode And as Jade was just saying, it is a little bit rough And we're just going to do our best to get through it And make the most of it
0: Yeah, Um. I, it's funny because if you read the title of this episode It's called Breakdown And I literally said to Kara right before we record this I hope that the listeners can't tell that I'm a mess right now. I'm not doing well in full transparency, a little stressed out, a little messy. But then I was like, wait, that's literally what the episode's about. Everyone who's listening to this probably feels the same way. So we're all in this struggle bus together. But before we describe what exactly the struggle is this week... This is your regularly scheduled reminder that podcast ratings are new to Spotify, semi new at this point. You know, maybe you've had the feature for a while, but regardless, ratings are an excellent, easy, helpful way for me and Kara to know if you guys are enjoying what we are doing here on the podcast. So if you want to give us a little rating, however many stars you think we deserve, it helps us know if people are enjoying what we're doing or not so we can, you know, move accordingly. And similarly, to if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and want to leave a written review, verbal feedback, written feedback like that also always helps us know, too. We do take your feedback very seriously and try to implement the changes that – you know, people see fit and things like that. And then obviously, too, sharing the podcast with a friend is a great way for us to know that you think we're at least good enough to recommend to a friend. I'm going to say if you really love your friends, then maybe share last week's episode, (laughs) share this week's episode, because we're all kind of going through it. And it's always helpful to kind of know why we're all going through it. Let's talk this week in astrology. The first thing that happens this week, it's actually two things that happen on one day. Pluto stations retrograde in Capricorn. This happens on April 29th at 2.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will always remind you that the date and time are from the website astroseek.com. Nobody has given me another, like, reference to use. So, again, I will remind you, if you have a a different website you would rather me use to get the date and time, let me know. Anyways, Pluto retrograde. Yes, bad. (laughs) I mean, to an extent, But it's not something that is worth panicking over. It's something that we've dealt with many, 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 times before. Pluto is retrograde often and it stays retrograde for quite some time. You probably won't even notice that Pluto is retrograde at all. The only reason why I bring it up is because whenever Pluto goes retrograde, since it's in the sign of Capricorn at the moment, which does deal with things like government and authority, typically we see some revisions happening in the political government front. Again, changes in authority, maybe you know, on a smaller scale you happen to notice that your boss resigns or something or the structure of the company you work for changes, you know, on more of the macro level, maybe some stuff is happening in like your local government with the mayors and whatever. I don't really know. Regardless, you can expect to see just changes or revisions, restructures in that area of life specifically.
1: Yeah, I was just actually talking to Jade about this because, yes, I knew that the whole great resignation thing was happening, but I recently became more aware of how that is actually affecting things in my life, in my own communities, and how some of those changes in terms of like who is running things, who, you know, is there, what job positions are open, and, and, you know, how that kind of impacts the way things are working. So I don't know, you might also start to realize things or kind of notice that a little bit more while Pluto is retrograde in Capricorn. But again, this is something that has been going on for a while Pluto has been in Capricorn for a while retrogrades often so it really is more of a continuation of things that have already
0: been going on yeah I wouldn't really expect to see this show up too much on in your personal life specifically but it's always good to just keep an eye out for the news because at the end of the day those things do come down and affect us somehow so I would just be on the lookout for that I know too like there's some stuff going on in like the in like the core Corporate world. I'm not too savvy in this, but like I know some stuff with Netflix is happening and whatever with elon musk and twitter and whatever regardless the news is interesting to pay attention to and <laughs> i think it'll continue to be really interesting to want to follow with the next thing that i'm about to mention which is that that same day april 29th at 6:23 p.m eastern standard time mercury enters the sign of gemini now yay everyone clap we like this for right now. We like this because Mercury is at home in Gemini and when this happens, we really want to learn new things, pick up new skills, you know, just want to expand our minds, explore our curiosity. If there's something you've been really wanting to learn about during, you know, your life or just recently, like Mercury and Gemini is the time to do that. If you're in school, like, take advantage, study, work hard in that regard, and also I mentioned the news, like, current events can be way more fascinating being in the know, even if it's just keeping up with, like, the local gossip, if that's something you want want to follow, but yeah, Kara, what do you have to say about this?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we love Mercury and Gemini. What we don't love is the upcoming retrograde, but before... You know, we get into that. Actually, I'll just tell you right now. Pre-shadow for Mercury Retrograde does start on April 25th, if that, you know, is something that you want to pay attention to. And then Mercury will station Retrograde on May 10th so yeah those are the dates if you want to start that off in your calendar but for now mercury is direct in gemini so this is definitely a good time for communicating and even just like learning new things i was recently thinking about all of the things that i learned like i started learning actually jade and i both started learning astrology on youtube we were watching dr honey's videos which i believe she still has a youtube channel you want to go and Yeah, if you want to go and check that out. You know, I learned how to edit the podcast on YouTube. Like, there's so many random things that I feel like I learned that way. So, I don't know. You might be curious to learn new things, explore new things, whether that is, I don't know, on YouTube, listening to different podcasts, reading, or even just, like, learning from other people in your life by having conversations and just being genuinely, like, curious and interested in things that are going on.
0: Yeah. Also, For a nice little added boost, you might feel... A little bit more social and more likely to want to chat it up if you're not normally someone who likes to engage in small talk or you know answer the phone when a salesperson calls you or whatever it might be <laughs> you know maybe now is the time for you to to socialize a little bit more whatever that looks like to you doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get on these like five hour long facetimes with your best friend which you might but maybe you become more active on on social media maybe Maybe you start journaling more and start writing maybe you actually become pen pals I don't know there's so many other forms of communication maybe you get into podcasting too but regardless the the need to chat it up and to, to talk a little bit more is, is definitely there so if you're normally someone who doesn't enjoy doing that maybe this could be a useful time but we did just say that Mercury does go retrograde on May 10th, and we will do an episode on that closer to that time, you know, but if you want to just have that in the back of your mind, that can be helpful to know. So pay attention to whatever themes come up after Mercury enters Gemini. Honestly, even before Mercury enters Gemini, just notice where your head's at right now. What are you thinking about? Like, how are you communicating with others You know, all things in the mental communication type space. Pay attention to what's going on because when Mercury does go retrograde – you know, what happens because those things will be revisited. And I did mention like briefly that like gossiping could be something you find yourself wanting to do with Mercury and Gemini. Like just be careful on that because there is, like I said, a Mercury retrograde and you just don't want those things to come bite you. We'll talk more about mercury retrograde as we get closer to it don't worry about it for right now just focus on the present moment there is only one aspect worth knowing prior to the retrograde mercury which is on may 6th mercury is sextile venus this is a good time for being friendly this is a good time for being social it's pretty nice i don't know i don't
1: know (laughs) yeah it's like a really good day for connecting with others embracing kind of like your creativity and also maybe being a little bit affectionate or even just like, I don't know, saying kind words and being appreciative of the people who are around you. It's good vibes.
0: At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. What isn't good vibes is what yeah. the title <laughs> of this episode is about. On April 30th at 427 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, again, date and time according to AstroSeek, we have the solar eclipse in Taurus now you might be like wow that's so cool yes for sure however I'm just gonna get right to why I don't like this and then we'll we'll backtrack but this eclipse forms a conjunction to Uranus which we'll talk a little bit more about in a second but anyways what can we expect eclipses eclipses are pretty much like supercharged new moons actually you know kara you know i'm about to pass it on to you because (laughs) because in my head you're the queen of the nodes
1: yes so the solar eclipse in taurus is a new moon which typically will mark a new beginning what makes it an eclipse is the fact that the new moon is happening close to where the nodes are and the nodes are you know a little bit tricky they're, you know, out there to help us go in the right direction and keep us on track, but that's not
0: always easy. Eclipses, though, typically are known to be, like, malefic is the term, so they can be a little bit, like, destructive feelings sometimes. They bring about really big changes, and they typically mark big cycles that we are working through. And since this is a new moon, this might be some new cycles that you haven't been working through or working with for a while and the effects of the eclipse typically last much longer than that of a new moon so if you feel leading up to april 30th is just a lot and then after april 30th feels still a lot like you know that this is the eclipse now you know if this was a new moon we would say these are new beginnings around all things taurus but these are going to be Huge new beginnings around all of the Taurus themes. Oh, also too, in case you're curious to see where this falls in your chart, this is at 10 degrees Taurus. Now, with that being said, what are some of the Taurus themes we're going to be thinking about? Stability. What stability means to you? How can you find stability? How much stability do you need in your life, etc.? But also two themes about comfort. So what does comfort look like for you? Are you someone who doesn't ever make yourself feel comfortable if you're constantly like on on the edge, living life to the max, you know, or if you're someone who's just too comfortable all the time, you're just like constantly rolled up like a burrito in a blanket with, you know, your Grubhub and like just calling it a day. Like, where are you on the on the comfort spectrum and are you? Always too much in your comfort zone, or do you need to get more comfortable with certain things? I don't know. Kara, you're a Taurus, so what is your <laughs> what is your in- input on this?
1: Yeah, comfort is you know an interesting thing because sometimes we get very comfortable doing things that are uncomfortable if that makes any sense because yes comfort does deal with like you know feeling comfortable like a soft blanket things like that but it also could just be you know your routine things that are familiar feel more comfortable the things that you are used to but sometimes things that we are used to are not always serving us and I think that that is going to be the hardest part of this eclipse because yes it's a new moon and yes usually this is a time where we are starting new things I know some people have very strong opinions about manifesting and trying to start things and whatever when there is you know eclipses going on I just say you make your own choices and figure out what works for you but what I can say is that as we are stepping into this new chapter or new cycle it probably will be uncomfortable even though that Taurus energy really wants us to find it like sometimes in order to find stability or to I don't know set a boundary or make some changes in our life that process is not always the most comfortable but ultimately it does you know weed you into something that is hopefully more stable or more aligned with things that you do want to do
0: I have an example that touches on all those things which I've only been talking about for the past two years on my rest in peace twitter TBT. <laughs> Long live Astro with a zero instead of an O, J-A-D-E. But anyways, what I am referencing is the Great Resignation, which we did talk about because, you know, eclipses are some big things that have big changes and the North Node is kind of the direction we as a society are heading in and since this eclipse is conjunct Uranus, there is some sort of like – not like recklessness, but rebellion that comes with this eclipse. And now this doesn't mean that you are going to take part on this on this day. You might not take part in this at all. But I think that, you know, it makes a lot of sense that we are in this great resignation, given the astrology, because what we're finding is a lot of people are realizing that they're unhappy with their jobs. They're unhappy with the way that, you know work culture in general is you know how it how it just is how it's structured they aren't enjoying having to spend a lot of money on commuting wasting time commuting to get to the office you know having to dress in the work appropriate clothes dealing with like regular work etiquette or whatever office culture and on top of that too people are tired of the 40-hour work weeks they're tired of not feeling valued by their employers they're craving more flexibility they're craving more freedom they're craving more independence they're craving more vacation days benefits and things like that we're seeing this happen all over the world as there's a push for even like things like asynchronous work or reducing the 40-hour work week to maybe being like four, four days a week or something like that, or even to f- pushing for fully remote jobs for that reason. People are pushing for more benefits in the workplace, etc., there's a lot a lot of changes that are happening in that regard and I think that that's like a perfect example of what on earth this like eclipse might bring for you you might be having these realizations that like hey something big in your life isn't working anymore and like the the structure and the stability isn't the thing but Taurus is really good with setting boundaries like I said they're really good with their comfort they're really good with money and they're really smart with making practical choices and it's like okay working from home is a practical Choice because it saves time on commuting. You get to rest extra. These are all Taurus values. On top of that, too, you can be comfortable in in the comfort of your own home. Again, very Taurus, but also at the same time, like leaving something behind, like a stable nine to five is like the Uranus like rebellious aspect of it, like pushing to change things on a societal level, North Node. Anyways, I'm rambling a lot. Hopefully you understand what I'm talking about. We might see more stuff along the Great Resignation happen, or that whole process might be occurring in your own life in a different area. And yeah, I hope I'm making sense.
1: Yeah, well, Taurus Energy too really – knows what its values are. It knows what its worth is. And I think that that's where a lot of the tension comes in, in terms of like the job world and things like that, because people really did get comfortable and get in the routine of doing things from home. Like even in my own life, like online school saved me so much time in terms of like not having to commute. Like my commute is you know, if I were to add up my the time I spend driving to school and the time I spend driving back, it probably is close to like two and a half hours because I have to drive, you know, during rush hour, which impacts the amount of time it takes to get there. But like, that's like two, two to three hours of my day that I don't have anymore. And like, It is definitely hard, especially when you're realizing that maybe your own values and the things that you want to do aren't aligned or you're not even like getting any benefits from what is being like asked of you, if that makes any sense at all. And it kind of brings up ideas of like, is this fair? Like, is it okay for people to be asking this of me? Like, what is the boundary? What boundaries do I want to set? Is it time for me to move on now that I have learned all these things and I really like you know, working from home, like, is it time for me to go find a remote job? Like, questions like that are coming up and obviously a lot of that is very personal and it is kind of like a big deal like it is a big decision and those are the kinds of things that do come up around you know the eclipse energy so before if you were like oh like the notes like I don't really get it like no it's this is a great example of it because it is very like important and big and sometimes some of the things that are happening are more external and outside of our control which is also very on brand for like eclipse
0: season so a lot of things to think about yeah on that note too like finances are something we're thinking a lot about finances and possessions like material possessions i personally have been thinking a lot about this in my own life and i'm actually kind of excited to i never really talk about too many things in my personal life anymore but this one i think is good to think about what is our relationship with like Products and buying things and owning things, right? Taurus is, it it deals with the material world, things that we can like hold, grasp, like tangible items, right? And I mean, we've talked a lot about this on the podcast previously with the Aquarius energy, but like a lot of the things that we own, we're just buying because we've been influenced to buy it and we feel like we need it because the marketing team did a really good job at convincing us that this was a problem that we had to fix and things like that. And If you're someone who is like me at the moment looking around at all the things you own and realizing that like none of them are actually bringing you happiness, you're just wasting money like pumping it into like buying new skincare products you don't actually need, keeping up with the trends, buying things in fast fashion, just so you can be in style, whatever it is that you're spending money on that you're kind of like questioning, like, why did I even buy all of these things? Like this eclipse can be a good time for you to like reflect on what your values are when it comes to the the things that you're purchasing, or maybe you want to, to buy more things and you don't treat yourself enough. Maybe you're that person who is just like so tight, to the budget that like you know I mean obviously you spend what you can I'm not trying to give you like financial advice but if you're like someone who never like lets yourself you know have a reward and you never treat yourself maybe that's something you're thinking about but regardless now is a good time to think about like hey what things do I own do they actually make me happy or not like am I just buying them for the sake of buying them am I buying them for the sake of having them like what what is your relationship with those things are you buying the designer purse because you feel that it it makes you have status or are you buying the designer purse because this is an investment purse and it's going to be the only purse you use and now you won't have to keep buying trendy shein purses just to keep up with the trend you know like Question your choices when it comes to what you're purchasing. What I personally have been doing is trying to scale back on the like random things I can. For example, I bought like that Castile soap so I can use it for floor cleaner and I could use it for Windex and I could use it to clean my makeup brushes and You know, I'm trying to downsize in terms of what what skincare products do I actually use. Do I really need the serum? Probably not. Now I'm down to just moisturizer and an eye cream, but also my skin is in a place where I can do that. You know, I'm going through my closet. I'm thinking, okay, this item I'm not going to want in five years. Like, it really doesn't even fit me that great. I just have it because I felt that I needed it. Now I'm going to either donate it or sell it. So somebody else might value it more than I will, etc. Moral of the story is... You should probably do the same thing, or you might be doing the same thing around this time. I keep ranting a lot. Kara, do you have anything else to add?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, just that it is that time of year where spring cleaning is happening. And as a tourist, I can say it is hard to let go of things because I'm like, oh, what if I need this one day? Like, you never know. But I've also been trying to kind of like go through my things and get rid of stuff that I'm not really using. And then because everyone is spring cleaning, I had, you know, some people being like, oh, like, do you want to look through these clothes Like you could look through this or look through that? And I'm like... I appreciate that and I appreciate you but I can't I cannot take in any More things at this time because I'm also trying To like let go of things and Jade Did briefly mention this but finding ways to Donate or resell some of Your items or even just give it away like You know you might have some things that are unopened Or never used that someone in your life Would really benefit from or would really Like to have so that's another way To kind of like let go of things in a way that Still is meaningful so that you Know that you know you're not just getting rid of It and it's like a waste but other people are still going to benefit from it and it's no longer taking up space you know in your environment
0: yeah or repurposing too like there are certain things that you can like especially if it's like clothing like this is like again like kind of niche <laughs> but like maybe you have like shirts that you don't like and like maybe if you like cut them a certain way to make them a little bit different like I'm not saying you have to like learn to sew but like maybe you can do that and then if you are looking like I've, I've been into the whole like you use a t shirt to dry your hair thing. Like, okay, if I have a scrap shirt that I don't use, like now I can use that as like a shirt to dry my hair since it's better for your hair. And even too, like I've been repurposing like empty bottles like i said i've been using the castile soap right to create my own mixed solutions and like i found this old spray bottle that like i never used and i i used the spray bottle to like put the the soap and the water mixture in there etc finding ways to just like repurpose the stuff you already own and that's also very sustainable and good for the environment which is very on brand for an eclipse in taurus is to like you know peel the peel the labels off old jars wash them make your own like cleaning solutions, put your own things in there, make your own body scrub, whatever. You do you. You don't have to do any of the things I'm telling you. You can totally ignore everything that we're suggesting, but things that you might be thinking about during the eclipse in Taurus. Also to like you might have a lot of motivation to to do these changes. Again, like this eclipse is conjunct Uranus, which is again kind of bringing this aspect of rebellion. Things definitely are changing, whether they're your boundaries, you know, your values in general the possessions you own the way you handle your money like what stability means for you all of these things like yes they are changing you are definitely looking at this as an opportunity to sort of like do what you haven't done before and maybe take the risk that you think is worth the reward like Why are you going to probably actually follow through with this is also to the eclipse has a sextile to Mars, which is allowing us this opportunity to physically take action on the things that we are thinking about doing where normally we just say, okay, new moon, solar eclipse, whatever. Like you're thinking about these things like with Uranus and Mars in the mix aspect of the way that they are like this is not just a sit and reflect type of eclipse, but this is like a reflect then do type of eclipse where now you have the motivation and the drive and the desire to actually implement these changes.
1: Yeah, I also feel like Mars being there
0: makes everything happen like very quickly too. Like Uranus
1: already brings like unexpected things and then Mars is kind of like putting that on fast forward. So, you know, you're leveling up. It's going – it's going quick you're going from one stage right into the next
0: yeah just know though like if you feel a lot of energy if things feel really uncomfortable if you feel like things in your life are falling apart like it's okay change is uncomfortable but sometimes it's necessary and even though i was you know upset talking about the fact that we're in an eclipse like these are in interesting changes i'm very curious to see how this is going to play out so Next week, we continue bringing the the heat of Taurus season with some interesting changes in our relationships next week. We've got Venus entering Aries next week, and we'll talk all about that on next Monday. To stay in the loop with us as things keep unfolding throughout Taurus season you know we've got Venus and Aries next week Mercury and Gemini retrograde coming up kind of soon and much more which again all is available in the Taurus season episode make sure you're following us on social media we are at BLME the stars it is the same on Instagram Twitter and TikTok and we're also on YouTube the podcast is that is if you want to listen with closed captions just search Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube YouTube and we will show up. But anyways, that is all for now. We'll see you all next Monday to talk all things Venus and Aries and best of luck out there. Bye!